Shalom, this is Rabbi Peter of Messianic Jewish Congregation, Mishkan David, and you are listening to a recording of one of our Shabbat services. May these words be a blessing and an encouragement to you. Shalom. And so, Father, we thank you that no matter how we feel, no matter how good or how not so good, no matter how anointed or not so anointed, whether we feel the presence of your Shekinah glory, Father God, we thank you because you got us here, because you saw something greater. Even if we don't understand, even if we don't perceive, Oh, because it says somewhere that the glory of the latter house will be greater than that of the former house. And each day, each day we get closer and closer and closer and closer to the latter and not the former. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. And so, Adonai, um, we recognize that there's... Um, many vessels here with dirt inside of them and they have certain things besides dirt inside of them they have dirt which you can always use they even have some poo which you can use as well that's fine but there are certain things in these pots that are not so fine because they're sucking away the nutrition that belongs to a seed that is incorruptible, that you have placed inside of them. And there is a type of seed, there's a hybrid seed, there's a thing that is trying to grow that has a form of godliness but denies the power of God. And this day, Adonai, we, we pray, Adonai, that you will shake, shake these spots. Some of these spots you're going to have to turn upside down and dump the sand out and kick it around a little bit and then stick it back in. Whatever you've got to do, Adonai. I, I, I reckon every time you show up, you, you, you cause us to run into situations where we're stretched. And it's not because there's something wrong in the situation. It's just something wrong with us. That we see or perceive things from our human mind and we freak out, we can't understand. Say, so, oh God, get me out of here. This is not for me. <laughs> this was never for you. This is for him. And for him alone. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. So we're going to talk a little bit about a love, a little love thing going on. Um, Adonai created all things and he spoke them. It's understand, it's it's important to understand. Well, you know what? I, I'm just uh, pondering on this. I don't even think it's important to understand. <laughs> it's not like it's not like like had to understand. Was oh, that me? That was me? Is he talking to me? Is he talking to me? Wait, wait, wait. Somehow, someway, when the creator of the universe speaks, that which is intended happens, whether you understand it or not, it just happens. That is the creative power. That is the creative power of our dad. He says it, it happens. How do you know he said it? It happened. You know, sometimes people say, well, I'm not sure if this is a Lord. Just wait around a little bit. Well, you don't, you don't, you don't, he doesn't need your help to prove he's God. He does not need anybody's help. 
says a thing, if he said it, it's going to take place. It not, might not place, take place in your lifetime. It might not take place in your children's lifetime or your grandchildren's lifetime. But if it doesn't take in your lifetime, your children's, your grandchildren's, you're going to see it taking place from the cloud of witnesses. And say, there it is. There it is. There it is. That was him I was hearing. That was him I was hearing. And you'll see your children and your grandchildren, your great-grandchildren jumping and leaping and saying, Father Abraham, you heard right wherever you are. <laughs> I deny does not need our help. I reckon that religion that's coming to this world to try to help the Lord. And the Lord does not need anyone's help. As a matter of fact, deny is uh, in the process of sticking his hands in the pot of dirt that you are. And he's removing, he's removing things that look like tomatoes. But if you take one of those tomato seeds out of that tomato you put into the ground, nothing happens. He sees things that look like oranges. But he opens them up and he looks inside and there's no seeds in there. And he cannot reproduce that which is growing out of your pot. Meanwhile, your pot is getting dwindled up because it's receiving, it's giving away nourishment to type of, to type of the real thing. And, and he's saying, I'm about to remove the type of so that the real thing can grow and multiply after itself. Hallelujah. You know, since the very beginning, humans have been trying to figure out a way to obey the Lord. You see, that's, the, that, that's flawed right there. The way that creation works, creation doesn't obey anything. It just does it because it has received, it has awakened, it has awakened to the reality of the creative order of God. And you might say, well, well, the scripture says you obey the Lord. No, no, you don't understand. It's not a should. It is, he creates it. He says, you will... You will. He's saying it. He's not waiting for you to figure out a way to do it. He's just saying it so that you know when it happens. It's because he said it. Not because you figured out a way to do it. He doesn't need you to figure out a way to do it. All you got to do is read this week's Haftar portion and understand he has no intention on getting humans to figure out how to obey the Lord. At the same time that we read in the Torah where God wants to marry his people Israel. He's been wanting to marry Israel for a long time. And since he said, oh God help us, when he made Adam and he made Adam in his image. And he took Eve out of Adam and he saw that he was watching. He was the first peeping Tom. He was looking and says, oh, what is this I have created? Oh, no, it's not good for man to be alone. I created man in my image. It is not good for man to be alone. He did not want to be alone. He needed to make for himself a bride. He had been waiting. He had been waiting for this wedding day. <laughs> and you know the wedding day we're speaking of is, is a, if you're a Jewish person, it's the marriage ketubah. It's what happens when God gives the Ten Commandments to his people, Israel. <laughs> but you know those commandments come with all kinds of restrictions. You know, you do this, you do that. This, 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 this. And the people are listening and they're like, yes, Lord, yes, Lord, yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Glory to God. 
Glory to God. There's only one problem. That's humans trying to obey God. And it doesn't work. So Adonai says, don't get too concerned with all my regulations and all my instructions. By the way, if you mess one up, it says if you mess them all up. And, and, and the wages of sin is death. So if you mess one up, then the whole thing is messed up. I don't have a standard of looking out into the crowd and say, well, how many did you miss? Okay, that's not too bad. How about you? Oh, that's not too good. You see, there is no standard other than perfection. Amen. There is no standard other than perfection. And in today's half-door portion, it seems to almost be contradictory to what God is doing to the children of Israel. He's telling them, he's up on the mountain, there's fire blowing. Thou shalt have you know, you've seen the movie, you know, fire, cloud of fire. And then, and then it goes, and it goes, on the rock. And it's yeah, 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 you can just imagine. You can just imagine how the people who do the the, the, the movie effects were. We got, how are we going to do this, man? We, we got to get a guy behind there with like one of those torches psh, 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 to sprinkle it out. You see, because in our humans we have to see. We have to see what appears to be like. Oh God! Oh God! God wrote it with a finger. <laughs> that was his finger. <laughs> Have you ever seen the planet? I mean, even at Google Earth, it shows you how small everything is. <laughs> Adonai's finger doesn't fit in this universe. <laughs> well, seriously, wrote it with his finger. So we gotta get the fire to make it look like it's his finger. <laughs> oh, oh, he's writing it all right. <laughs> he's writing it all right. But you see, the place that he's writing it cannot be limited to some stupid mountain somewhere. <gasps> Just call the mountain stupid? I don't know. Maybe I'm saying something in spirit. Because we're so focused on the mountain, we're not understanding where he's actually writing this thing. It's not on stone. <laughs> it's not on a mountain where everyone's like, oh God, oh God. <laughs> it's in a realm that is not of this world. <laughs> It is a place that is not of this world. It is in this world, but not of this world. It is a realm, not a geographic location. And the realm is inside of you. And as long as you have your eyes focused on the mountain with the fire, you will have a human understanding of keeping the laws of God. And with a human understanding of keeping the laws of God, you will always fail. <laughs> Worse yet, you will cause others to be fooled into thinking that you're actually good. And they will try to mimic you, but you're not the seed. So you were not created to multiply after yourself. There is an uncorruptible seed that was brought into this realm to replicate and reproduce after its own kind. Over and 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 over. 
keeps on going. That ought to be a new Nova show. <laughs> Explaining to the people the mystery. How is it happening? <laughs> It's not on the rock. Right. It's not on the book. Yeah. This, this is just a witness to the real thing. Otherwise, the dyslexics would really be screwed. <laughs> <laughs> and the dog said, <laughs> Oh, <laughs> we're going to have some fun. I just, I just, I'm seeing something in the spirit. I'm seeing the Lord with his head down, and he's just plucking stuff out of pots. Just, just, and you think everything is screwing up in your life. There's nothing wrong. He's messing it up. Amen. He's messing it up. He knows what's in there. He knows what's in there causing the seed to remain dormant. And the seed is not going to start growing until he has the whole pot for himself. He ain't going to compete with nobody. That's right. There's nothing wrong with you. Oh God, oh God, oh God, oh God. I don't feel spiritual. No, what you had was in spirit. What you had was this religious experience and you thought, oh God, I'm spiritual. No, no, no. He will not compete with anybody. Oh my God, oh my God. Yes, yes, yes. At the same time that he's giving his instructions to his bride, at that same moment, at that same moment, he calls Elijah. He could have called Abacook. He could have called Hosea. <laughs> it don't matter who he calls. He just needs to call somebody. <laughs> that knows they're not good enough for anything. Somebody who will say, oh my God, I'm going to die. Good, I can use you. Oh, I'm a man of unclean lips. Good, I can use you. I live among people with unclean lips. Good, I can use you. Oh, I know, I know, I know. In, in, our, in, our, in our spiritual understanding, I'm the man of clean lips. This is, this is, oh my God, who is this? Isaiah, what could he be doing with his lips? I, I've read Isaiah, I've never heard him swear. I don't know what he's talking about. But somehow he recognizes that he has unclean lips. Wait a minute. This is Isaiah 6. Why was Isaiah prophesying in Isaiah 1, 2, 3, 4, and 5 if he had unclean lips? It's an awareness. It's a realizing that there is something outside of me here that goes beyond my role as prophet. And I thought I could prophesy, but when I see 
the Lord seated on the throne with his, the train of his robes filling the temple with glory. And I see cherubim and seraphim, and I see beings with six wings, some to fly, some to cover their face, some to cover their feet. I see all these things. I realize that my perception as a prophet, my perception of the God of Israel, is nothing to do with reality. There is something about God I know nothing of. And everything I've spoken, everything I've done, everything I've thought, is not worthy of being in their presence. I am about to die. And Adonai says, I like this guy. <laughs> the revelation you're getting today is you're already dead. And that's why I will speak through you. What shall I say? Who shall we send? What shall I say? Who shall we send? What shall I say? Who shall we send? There's a little bit of a standoff in the heavens. What do we do? The angels, awkward moment, awkward moment. <laughs> Guy's got unclean lips. The Lord has to say something. He's going to say to the guy with unclean lips. Like the angels, the angels are kind of funny because they, they kind of like, they got to play it off like they know, well, you know, I do. You know, humans are like, oh Lord, the angels are like, <laughs> but they ain't got a clue either. They ain't got a clue because somewhere it says, in heaven all the angels are wondering, who's worthy? Who's worthy? They ain't got no clue. They didn't want us to know that. They want to play it off like, you know, that they're so bad. You know what I'm saying? They're walking around, you know, you're driving your car, you know what I'm saying? You're all alone. It's the Lord, just this angel next to me. I know you're there. Come on, show yourself. Or they're going to play it cool. Oh. Have you ever been there? Have you ever been so damn tormented and so hurt and so busted up that you say, God, my God, my God, how about showing me an angel? Well, you're really, really lucky if you saw one. And if you did, maybe you were hallucinating because they don't like to show up. <laughs> They'll try to play it off like they know what's going on. They don't know nothing. They are witnessing the mystery. We are experiencing. They're witnessing. You were called. Oh, this is good. Somebody write that down. Take the notes. They're called to witness. You were called, you were designed, you were formed to experience, to manifest, and ultimately to become Amen. that which they're witnessing. I knew that, I knew that, I knew that was going to happen. I kind of I saw it happen. <laughs> Gabriel was like, hey, hey man, I knew, I knew, man, whenever, when I showed up and I said to that girl, I don't you worry about it, you're about to get impregnated with God. <laughs> I, I knew it then, I had a revelation. Oh, he didn't know nothing. None of the angels know nothing. That's why they all came. It was a big, a big star. Right. They're all showing up because they got to see what is this? Where did he go? 
Where did he go? <laughs> See, this is why we have to wake up our, our, our Jewish brothers and sisters. Well, there's no two guys, no kidding. Right. There's only one. That's right. The question is, sit there and talk to the angels at that time and ask them, where did he go? <laughs> where did he go? The angels were wandering around the earth. It was, it was, it was the, the star, the star of Bethlehem. The star. They were just looking. Where did he go? Where did he go? And you know, because they, they don't really have it all together. They kind of have to hang out together. You know what I'm saying? Like a flock of, you know what I'm saying? You know those birds who fly around, those black birds just fly around. Where are they going? I don't know. But they all stick together. The angels were just going around. You know, if you, if you have ears to hear, you know, it's like, it's like the, 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 the magi. You know where they were once? Because they were able to find their way with, with that, that thing going all over the place. That's why. They didn't know either. But see, wherever that goes, something is happening over there. God is showing up. We don't know how it's happening. We still don't know how it's happening. But we're not created to figure out how it's happening. That's right. I'm totally okay with that. We were created to manifest, to experience, and ultimately to become. Oh, help us, I deny. You know, I was thinking, it don't even matter what we're preaching on today. Well, I think I need to have a Introduction. <laughs> tell them what you're going to talk about and then tell it and then wrap it up. <laughs> oh, then I help us. I can't concentrate. What are we talking about? Where did he go? That's what we're talking about. Where did he go? That's a good, that's a good message right there. Where did he go? Adonai is in the mountain, remember fire. Yeah. Obey you. If then, if then, if then, if then, if then, if then. It's like a computer program, basic. I remember I was in school. If then, if then, if then, if then. Line 22, if then, if then, if then. And if one of the if thens is off, the whole program goes off. I was never a computer geek because I just, I didn't get it. <laughs> I could have been, but I didn't have enough brains to be a geek. <laughs> if then, if then. Problem is, I don't I will never place his if then system on the hand of humans. Because, number one, it wouldn't work. Number two, if it did, the human would think, I got it, I got it, I got it. <laughs> And Adonai I I would say, oh, no, 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 no. Where did he go? <laughs> you get the revelation, you understand why it says. And when you hear that he's in the desert, don't go. When you hear he's in the upper room, don't go. Why? <laughs> because he should understand the revelation as a way did he go. <laughs> He ain't going to a place where you can see. <laughs> He's in a realm where we cannot go. I go to prepare a place. And where I go, you cannot go. The realm is inside of you. That's right. 
That is right. <laughs> that's like your shoes over there sitting down. It's like that, that, that's right, that's right, that's right. <laughs> because, because the seed is all over the place. <laughs> it's just that every once in a while. I mean, when you plant plants, you've seen it. Anybody who grows plants, you can plant them all on the same day. They will all grow in a different day. Why? Because they're all wondering, where did he go? <laughs> and then all of a sudden they realize it's coming in. Yeah. It doesn't work. If it would have worked, there would have not been a need for a second covenant. And as a matter of fact, the new covenant is not a Brit Hadashah or New Testament revelation. It's an Old Testament revelation. It's God saying, listen, I'm showing you the type of just for... <laughs> God help us. <laughs> I am showing you the type just for fun. Yeah. But at the same time that fire's in the mountain, you with unclean lips, you who considers himself dead already, I got a word for you. Come here. <laughs> Angels from side to side. Holy, holy. Night and day, and night and day, and night and day. Amen. Shouting back and forth. Holy, holy, holy. The herd that the night forgets. <laughs> because somewhere it says, I will remember no more. So they said, we got to keep reminding. Holy, holy. I don't know why they're saying holy. Doesn't anybody in heaven know he is holy? That should be known by now. And they just keep going, holy, 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 holy. <laughs> Meanwhile, Elijah's like, I'm dying, I'm dying, he's holy, and I'm dying. And all of a sudden, one of the angels comes out, and he's got a tongue. And he sticks the car, this, 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 this tongue, inside of the mountain that's burning. No, it's the, the altar. Well, it's the same thing. It's wherever there's fire. Wherever God is, there's fire. That's what he's doing. Whether it's on the mountain of Sinai, or in a tabernacle in the wilderness, or when you're freezing your behind off this week and you pray, God, please, please help me to start this fire. There he is, the angels at that fire, taking coals from that fire. Your fire, his fire. Wherever God is, and there's fire. That's where this angel, he, and he takes tongues. <laughs> I didn't say thongs. <laughs> oh, we're digressing a little bit. That's all right. We're, we 
I'm losing my mind. My God, help me. He, ta he, he, he takes these salad things to grab us. And he puts it on his can. It's funny, why didn't he just reach in there and grab it? <laughs> Ask God and I, he knows. <laughs> Puts it in his hand, and he walks over to the guy who's dead, and he takes the coal of fire and sticks it in his mouth. <laughs> well, 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 Charleston Heston is looking at the finger burning. <laughs> And he says, okay, your sins are forgiven. Who shall I send? When he hears your sins are forgiven, he's awakened to the reality that this word, this knowledge, this enlightenment is coming from the one who has authority to go, awake, sleep, awake, sleep, light, pick up your bed, walk. He's awakened to that, not because he understands it. It just becomes something within him. So when he says, who shall we send? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. Who shall we send? What's he talking to the angels? No, they're not listening. They're just saying, holy, 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 holy. Okay, we're not going to explain who he's talking to. But he says, who shall we send? And this man who understands, I am of unclean lips. I have seen the Lord, and I am dead. Something awakens within him and says, here am I, send me. What just happened? Elijah, a moment ago, you're like, oh God, I'm dying. What changed? He died. Mm -hmm. And something rose up inside of him. The one asking, who shall I send, is not asking because he doesn't know the answer. He asks a question as if to say, I will ask a question to see where my word has been activated. Like Adonai doesn't know. Isn't that why you called him here? You called him here, right? To go send a word, right? What? Why are you asking who shall I send? We don't, we're, we're confused. <laughs> Stop thinking. <laughs> you, just, you just fly and say holy, 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 holy. Don't you worry about nothing. <laughs> That's why the angels have learned by now. Oh, we ain't saying nothing. We're not saying nothing. We know what happened to the angels who said stuff. It sounded good. We just kind of watched it from the distance. And then they all went. <laughs> so we ain't saying nothing. Yeah. We don't understand. We're just angels. Adonai activates. And he chooses to activate. Mm -hmm. He could have called up Pee Wee Herman and Pee Wee Herman would have done the same thing. I'm trying to do a Pee Wee Herman, I can't do it very well. It don't matter. It don't matter. He could have taken Saddam Hussein and said, Saddam Hussein, come up here. I'm a man of unclean hands and lips. He could have taken Osama bin Laden. He could have taken anybody. It doesn't
doesn't matter. He grabs you and he takes you up to the place, the realm where he's in. Oh, wait a minute. Did he just say you're Simon Bilal? You don't understand. You're seeing humans perceived by human mind. And somewhere it says we now no longer look at humans in the flesh, but in the spirit. Oh, I kind of got quiet in here. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, why? Why? Because we want the servants of God to have some kind of something that we can look up to. He will call anybody and awaken in them the creative power of His Word, and that somebody will die and say, Here am I. Send me. Hanani. Say it another word. Here I am. It's the awakening that I am has arrived here. And I am will be sent in human form to speak a thing, to activate it in his people. Being that he shares his glory with no man. That's right. You die. That's right. And then I am comes forth. To activate into the natural world. The continuous creative order because he's not done with creation. That's and at the same time, he's given the children of Israel the instructions, do this, do this, do this, do this, do this, do this, or else, or else, or else, or else, because I'm a jealous God, and I visit <laughs> the iniquity of the parents in the third and fourth generation. At the same time, he's saying this. And I says, here's my message. You'll have eyes, but you will not see. You'll have ears, but you will not hear. You'll have a heart, but you'll have no understanding. Wait a minute. See, the angels are playing it cool again, but this is weird. God, what are you doing? Shut your eyes, plug up your ears, and make your heart numb. Or else you might actually understand, return, and repent. Read Isaiah 6. What kind of a message is that? He came down to say, your eyes don't try to understand. Your ears will not hear. Your heart will not understand any of this stuff. It'll be dull. Isaiah is a little confused. So he looks up at the Lord and says, Till when? How long am I supposed to give them this message? The Lord says, until everything on earth has been shattered. Until there's not a single man living in a house. Until everything has been crushed to the ground. At that time, it appears as if humans have been long removed from the earth. Devastation and desolation will be everywhere. But there will be. 
on the earth. Like, 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 like a mighty oak tree that gets cheered off, but it has roots still in the ground. It looks dead from the base up, but it's alive beneath. And at that time, I will place my holy seed inside of those roots, and only my seed will rise up. Then, then there will be understanding. Then the heart will perceive. Why? Because it won't be human's understanding. It's my seed understanding who I am, because my seed is I am. Oh my God. Oh, the whole thing is rigged. We're trying, we're trying, we're trying, we're trying, we're trying, we're trying. And keep on trying. Do whatever you want to do. He will do. He will do. He will do what he's going to do when he's going to do what he's going to do. He's going to do it. You didn't awaken to the salvation story because I, I, just, I don't know, I just, I just think it's a wise decision. I think it's a wise decision. I think I need a savior. I really do. I accept it. I accept it. Thank you. Thank you. Amen. It didn't happen that way. Long before you came through your mother, he knew you. Not like he was in the past knowing you in the future. He knew you long before you came through. Amen. And he designed you. For one purpose and one purpose alone. To have himself as the receiver within you that receives all the information. Praise God. Thank you. It's so simple. Why are you doing that? Where did he go? I got news for you. The power of that seed, the awesomeness of that seed, breaks through everything and anything that you're struggling with in your life today. This is Rabbi Peter, and I pray that these words will find their way into your heart. And now may the Lord bless you. May the Lord keep you. May He cause His face to shine upon you and be merciful to you. May He lift up His countenance upon you and give you His perfect shalom.